This episode of Witch Police Radio is brought to you by the Sunwolf label. They're putting out eclectic music from Winnipeg and beyond, and their next release is by Katie and the Wolves. It's an album called The Wild Unknown, drops March 22nd. Stay tuned to thesunwolflabel.com for more information about the great bands and releases they have coming up. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at the Park Theatre. This is my interview with Adiathelamide, a local experimental electronic artist who's doing some really interesting stuff in the Winnipeg music scene. He's kind of been a little bit on my radar for a while. I keep seeing things pop up and he seems to be doing a lot of really interesting visual elements to his music from releasing an album on a, uh, you know, obsolete formats like a floppy disk to creating 3D films that go along with his recordings and all kinds of interesting stuff like that. We talk about his unique electronic screamo sound and we also talk about the difficulty of coming into the Winnipeg music scene as someone with zero previous band experience and someone who really didn't spend a lot of time going to shows growing up. So he's coming into it new, with a completely unique sound, doing something very original, and we talk about the challenges of that, and especially the challenges of being an introverted person. Uh, he's very soft-spoken, doing very aggressive music. It's a really interesting conversation. Uh, his music is cool, the packaging is incredibly cool, some of the ideas he has with visuals are great, and uh, yeah, I definitely encourage you to check it out. Thanks for listening. You're listening to Garbage Hill, one of its first podcast network. Welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm in a Tim Hortons, which is a bit of a change. <laughs> I'm often in coffee shops, usually Robins, because no one's there. But this is because uh, oh, it sucks, right? No, I mean it's actually pretty good, but no one ever shows up there. So, yeah, so yeah. This is Tim's is always kind of hopping. So, but no, this works. Um, and I am here with someone who has not been on the show before, and has a name that I am struggling to pronounce every time I see it. So, let's just inter- you introduce yourself, and we'll just take it from there. I'm a diethylamide. And what does that mean? That, that, oh, it's. Uh, it's a kind of chemical. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a chemical compound for uh, LSD. Okay, okay, acid, okay. But I kind of just switched it around. Okay, that yeah. makes that makes sense. Yeah, I, I was thinking of something like that because when I looked it up, a lot of uh, LSD stuff was coming yeah. up. So, okay. which sucks in Google searches. Right. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So I guess why did you choose that as the name just to start things off? Just because I wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing really special behind it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And like I guess I've kind of seen. You appearing on, you know, just through social media and stuff, quite a bit over the past, I don't know, a couple of years now. I mean, you seem to be playing a lot of shows. Uh, you have some interesting um, kind of physical releases you've been doing as well that, that seem pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so I guess, like, maybe just to frame the whole thing, if you're talking to someone and they say, oh, cool, you play music, how do you describe it? I know it's a shitty question because... Well, I tell them it's electronic screamo. Okay, well, that's, e- that's e- easier than I thought. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> right, okay, right. okay. It, ma- it makes more sense to people. I, I don't really... It's hard to genreize exactly, like, yeah, exactly well, what it is. Right? It, and, I mean, obviously, electronic elements there, and it's dark and heavy. Mm-hmm. And so, electronic screamo, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. yeah. Are, are there specific um, artists that you kind of got influence from towards doing the sound that you're doing? Uh, I kind of like the sound of... Uh, what was it? It's a band called Death Spells. It's a, okay. It's a duo. They kind of do what I do, but better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, 
Uh, I listen to a lot of uh, a lot of techno yeah. in the 90s. Actually, let me go see Crystal Method. Oh, really? Okay. I'm super excited. They're still around you. I yeah. didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah, they're going to be at the Garrick Center. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, like, I guess in the, in the 90s, there was a lot of kind of harder-edged electronic stuff that was mm-hmm. sort of coming out, right? I mean, like... Uh, but not a lot of lyrics over time. No, no, you're right, yeah. So it's yeah. just a lot of loops. Yeah. But it's still good. Well, when I was listening to some of your stuff today on YouTube, um, I, I don't know if this is an influence of yours at all, but the thing that came to mind for me was Atari Teenage Riot. Is I've that... heard that before, okay. but I haven't heard them before. Okay, so it wasn't sounded direct. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. But it's that same kind of, like, electronic, but punk, but metal, but heavy, but, you know, all of that yeah. sort of in there. So yeah. that's cool. So did you... Did you, I guess, like, did you come up in the local music scene playing this kind of stuff, or were you in more sort of traditional sounding bands? Beforehand? No, I was never in a band before. Okay. I tried to be in a band, didn't work out, <laughs> and then I just decided to do it by myself. And okay. I just went with what, uh, with, that, with what I liked, what I wanted to hear, really. Sure, okay. So, so uh, I guess without having that experience, you know, because uh, a lot of people who do kind of solo projects or experimental projects have that kind of background where, they, you know, they played in seven bands or something, and they now want to just sort of distill it to this, but... How do you sort of launch that? How do you get into just doing this kind of out of nowhere? Well, it was really difficult because, like, really reserved person. So, right. like, being up on stage, like, uh, when I first, my first show, first two shows, I had, a, I had a friend come and play backup guitar for me, so okay. it wouldn't be so awkward on stage, but he got stage fright, so I just do it myself now. And okay. after about the fifth, sixth time, it's like... <laughs> Easy. Yeah. Yeah. But as far as the actual like composition or, and actually making the music, I mean, did you have any kind of background of that at all before you started, or did you oh, just sort of piece it together? Just learn guitar by myself. Okay. Play keyboards okay. by myself. You okay. Know? Yeah. yeah. But I make all my music on my phone actually. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. I use GarageBand. Oh, that's cool. I have that. I should. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. There's lots of uh, different uh, features in there now. Than yeah. There used to be. Cool. Yeah. So how, I guess what kind of goes into the construction of that? Where do you start? Uh, I usually start with. Uh, just sounds and then just you know or uh, what was it it's like a classic way to make a song so you got your verse and your chorus and yeah. stuff but so I like to try and mix them up but because uh, pop music has a certain sound and I like uh, I like uh, pop music has a certain the structure structure and I like that structure but I think it could be tweaked a little bit. Okay. So in most of my songs, you can tell that the structure is there, but I've switched it around. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, like, is keeping the pop structure there just because, like, you just just because you you like that sort of style of song, the format, or is it just because? Uh, well, the techno used I used to, to listen to. That, that's same thing, right? Yeah, First same course, thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you think of it? I mean, would you fit on a on a bill with techno artists? Or would you think you're more suited to playing with kind of heavier, more sort of traditional rock influence because just, of the sort of heavy vibe? I like playing with punk people. Yeah. And I like playing with metal bands, like on the same bill. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's hard to say if they like me, though, <laughs> because they're like, it's not what they do. Right, so, sure, sure. you know, it's strange. But yeah. I think that experimental, especially making it on your phone and stuff, that almost is like the new punk rock in the sense of like, maybe not like the genre, but the whole aesthetic of do it yourself and just making something out of nothing kind right. of thing. Okay. So, um, uh, that wasn't a question. <laughs> but, uh, like, yeah, do you think there's a spot? I mean, I know you said you like playing with the punk bands and the metal bands, but they don't necessarily, you don't know if they like you. Do you think that there's kind of a, a, a part of the local music scene that you fit in really well with? It's hard to find one. I yeah, haven't found yeah. one. Because like, I mean, I mean, you're doing something fairly unique as far as I can tell. So, I'm trying to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah. Yeah. So are you trying to fit in anywhere, or do you just kind of feel like you'll do whatever? I'm not trying whatever? to fit in anywhere. I'm just trying to find other, like, right now, I'm just trying to find other like-minded people who want 
to be in the same like like scene sure. is it because yeah. I don't know well, and there's so many sub-scenes of sub-scenes of exactly. so, winter scenes and yeah. stuff, yeah. Right now, I'm like, I'm trying to find experimental artists, but they don't quite do what I do either. No. So, I'm playing uh, shows at a graffiti gallery or space docks. Yeah, I saw that you were on a few of those. Yeah. Those look pretty cool. They are pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, a lot of avant-garde. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So some of that stuff is really out, right? It's like really oh, yeah. avant-garde, yeah. Super neat. So and uh, right now, I'm doing lighting and uh, lighting promotion and... Yeah, I play some of the shows. Cool, yeah. cool. Do you think that, um, you know, because, like you were saying before, you have kind of a traditional pop structure despite not being a pop song, does that make it weird to play those shows with those bands that are just, like, super, super out and just making kind of, you know, well, what it is, abstract noises? It's like... Hmm. I'm trying to understand how they can do what they do because... It might sound like noise, but like yeah, well, it has, it's, it's it structured. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's structured. Absolutely, yeah. in some way. Yeah, and, but you try to ask them about it, and it's hard to get a straight answer out of right. it. So, right, right. Even, even trying to do your own research on the subject, it's like so vague. Yeah. yeah, but 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 they know what they're doing, especially when there's a group, right? Like yeah, they, exactly. they, there's something that's kind of connecting them all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. So yeah, I mean, like uh, th- there's kind of a whole sub uh, again with the sub scenes of sub scenes, but there's like a thing happening at the graffiti gallery where it seems like there's a lot of kind of the same artists playing a lot of those shows. Yeah, because it's hard to get people down there. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. it's kind yeah. of in a, you know, people think there's hookers and... Right, yeah, it has a reputation, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's not. No. There's none there. No, I've been there a few times. Not yeah. not for those shows, but yeah, yeah, it's, a, yeah. It's, it's a cool place. Yeah. 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 It's a nice
so do you think that there's like a do you think it's, there's a possibility for someone doing what you're doing to sort of get more of a widespread fan base or acceptance or are you cool with just doing what you're doing and whoever likes it kind well, of likes it I like doing what I'm doing I like to make it a little bit more I don't know I guess the word it would be mainstream yeah but like maybe it's too hard on the ears maybe it's too hard to comprehend too strange yeah but I enjoy it so I do this thing I make uh, 3D videos and once in a while I throw a 3D concert okay I make the blue uh, red and blue glasses okay and oh, I, have cool, a, cool. I have a projector and I have a bunch of lights and then I play that behind me so I, f I think that if I'm not interesting on stage at least my visuals would be sure right yeah. Are you writing the music specifically to go with the visuals? Like, do you? No, know I make the visuals after. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, how, how does that work then? What's the connection? Like, when you're working on the visuals, are you doing that with the specific song in mind, or is it sort of more for the overall? More, more for the overall concept, right? So, I use public domain movies. Okay. I use, uh, old horror movies, uh, American drug PSAs. Oh, really? That's awesome. Um, what else? You know, scenes from comedies, yeah. dramas, yeah. And then, how do you put together the three D aspect of it? Uh, it's just uh, just editing. Okay. Video okay. editing. Cool, yeah. cool. Oh, and cartoons. He has lots of cartoons. I'm a big fan of uh, Max Fletcher and Fletcher Studios cartoons. They're really good. I watched them when I was younger. So okay. Being able to use those images now is pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the the material you the material you use for those shows does it work independent of those visuals as well? Oh or yeah. Is, okay, it's not like permanently tied to the. No, I could okay. play. I could play. And, uh, yeah. They're not tied to each song. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like a, I don't know, just like a... It fits with, yeah. You, yeah. you can do it either way. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. As far as the actual um, performing live, you know, you were saying earlier that you record everything on your phone um, using, using GarageBand. What, when you're playing live, are you sitting there with the phone literally plugged in and... and no, actually, I transfer the transfer all the stems over to my computer. Okay. And I play okay. them through another program through uh, interface and then hook them up to DIs. Okay. So you just got like, a laptop or something there? Or? Yeah. yeah. Got okay. A cool. Cool. And, and are the songs uh, you know performed live? Are they essentially the same as the recorded versions? Yeah. Or? I cannot change you can't, the okay, songs. That's, yeah, yeah. Which which is unfortunate. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, it's easier for a band to just like take their like breakdown and make it like of course, twelve yeah. sections long, but yeah. I I can't do that. Okay. I can only play it the way it is. Is there a potential that you could collaborate with people who could then sort of improvise on top of what you're doing? Or? Yeah, if they're interested in what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. Have you explored that at all? No. Okay. Okay. Introvert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I am as well, believe it or not, despite the talk, fast talking and doing this interviews all the yeah. time, like, I, get, I totally get it. Like, yeah, I, I would, uh, if I still played music, I'd probably be doing something <laughs> similar yeah. to what you're doing, I think, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, one, I think the first time I kind of uh, became aware of what you were doing I think it might have been on Instagram or something. You posted this, uh, I think it was a contest to win some crazy discman with like bloody yeah. letters all over it. Yeah. So I assume that kind of goes with the, the visual aesthetics that you're doing as far as the video stuff too. It's kind of, yeah, you, sure. you have like a look. Well, you I like old it. electronics. Yeah. And like since I'm using like old video and stuff, I thought it would be neat to take old electronics and kind of, you know, make them nicer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so, and you have, you have some physical releases you've done as well that kind of have stuff that comes with them, right? Is that... Yeah, but uh, they're just, they're just uh, you know, blank CDs that I burned, okay. put them in stores. There's some uh, Planet of Sound down the street, oh, cool. actually, okay. and uh, Into the Music on McDermott. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Do you, uh, 
I'm always really interested in this because like I still listen pretty much only to physical music. Like I, I have never gotten into the whole streaming thing yet, which is funny because I do podcasts. <laughs> funny. But but like, so I'm always interested in kind of the reasons why people do that. I I love seeing people do whether it's a CDR, whether it's a press CD, whether it's a tape, whatever it is, especially when there's some kind of creative element to the packaging and to what comes with it. So I guess what's the reason that you decided to do that? Is it just your own interest or do you think that people maybe want to see well, more thought, out of it? I think people want to hold. They yeah. want to hold the merchandise. Right? Yeah. Like they want to look at it. They want to be like, this is special because this person made it and it's like, it's the image of sure. what they think it is. Sure, okay. Right? okay. Yeah. Do you still, do you listen to physical media or are you into the streaming stuff uh, at this point? I have tapes. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. Okay. I, I love Ava. Yeah, okay. Yeah. R- really? Yeah. That's, uh, I wouldn't have expected that. Yeah, I wouldn't expect that. Pop yeah. music there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Does that seep in at all, other than the structure? No. 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 Okay. Just the structure. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's cool. So you have Abba Tapes? Yeah. Yeah? Right. We have uh, Greatest Hits and uh, another one. I don't know what it is. Right. Yeah. Got yeah. some Madonna Tapes, too. Cindy, okay. Cindy okay. Lauper. Yeah. yeah. So it's all the pop stuff that's on tape. Yeah. That's cool. Have you released any tapes? Uh, no, because I was thinking about it, and then I couldn't sell, I couldn't sell the tapes that I made by myself. Okay. So... Like if I go and spend a bunch of money on physical merchandise, yeah. it's, it's hard to like make sure that I'm gonna at least make something back. Oh yeah, it, right? of course, totally. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it's funny because tapes have had this kind of weird resurgence, and like in popularity, which is great. As someone who never stopped listening to tapes, I'm happy about it. But it does seem like there's certain genres like metal and stuff that, that never really stopped. Yeah. Tapes are always kind of hardcore and everything, right? Tapes have always kind of been there. Oh, that is true. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah, it almost seems like what you do would fit <laughs> would yeah. fit a tape thing because well, of the experimental awesome. aspect of it and stuff. Well, I, I took it a step further and I made a floppy disk. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, tell me about that. Uh, <laughs> what was the yeah. uh, floppy disk? I wrote a program to uh, if you can actually load the floppy disk. Yeah. It'll. Uh, well, it's pretty rare these days as anyone can, right? Everyone's yeah. computers are so. Yeah, my buddy actually gave me like a an external. Okay. external floppy drive yeah yeah so uh yeah i wrote a program and it directs you to Bandcamp and oh, cool. to download everything it comes with a little code pretty neat has anyone i mean have you heard from anyone actually using it and being no. able to see? okay no but they're like oh floppy disk this yeah. is neat like, well okay. it's a novelty now right, right? It used yeah. to be, everyone had them yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's cool that's that's bizarre but it's, yeah. a, it's a good idea yeah. well i brought you one so oh excellent i don't have anything to play it on i actually i might have a external drive somewhere oh, yeah? in my basement so i'm gonna i'll look for that i'll oh, get it through awesome. a laptop and yeah awesome if i can but that's cool. Um, so, how long have you actually been doing this now? Um, I had an iPad one when I was okay. when I was twenty five. Okay. I think, and I made my first song, Psycho. And uh, how long was that? Four years ago. Okay. Yeah. But that was just making it. I was making the music. I was putting it online. No one was really interested. And I was like, well, if I'm making the music. I'm supposed to play it, right? Yeah. So I might as well go out and find a way, figure out a way to play it. Okay. And just play it in place so maybe people will be interested in that. Cool. It's a pretty good reaction sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. What was the, I guess, the process for finding? I mean, especially, again, having not been in bands and stuff beforehand, how did you find shows for this? How did you sort of find people who were willing to book something experimental like this? Facebook stalking. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just got lucky. I got I got lucky. Uh, first show was uh, actually Gre- uh, Greg Tewarnik. Okay. Is that his last name? He, uh, he was doing shows at the King's Hotel across from the graffiti right. gallery. And there was a bunch of punk shows happening exactly. at the time. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, he was just looking for people one time, and I jumped on a show. And uh, I think that was my first show. It's either that or one at uh, the Windsor. Okay. Again, sort of become a punk venue at this point, too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so mm-hmm. that's cool.
What is sort of the uh, the plan with this project then? I mean, you're obviously, since you started, you've been getting, uh, I guess, a little bit of exposure, right? You're playing more shows. Yes. You've been getting people sort of more interested in what you're doing. So mm -hmm. what's the uh, what's the next step, I guess? Now that you have some stuff recorded, you played some shows, just, where do you go? Really, I just want to structure my live show a little better. Okay. I want to figure out a way to be able to do the 3D shows in other venues. Okay. Yeah. It's a, I mean, bigger venues. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where have you done the 3D show so far? Just uh, the graffiti gallery. Okay. okay. Yeah. Is that set up well for that? Like, is yes. It, yeah. It's got a giant wall that's yeah. pretty much blank. And okay. I can set all my stuff up right on the wall. Don't need any screens or anything. Is it just a projector? Just a projector. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Because yeah, I imagine there's probably quite a few venues that that, that would work at. But yeah. I guess maybe the more traditional kind of bar venues, maybe not so much. Cause no, well, I've, I've seen some videos. There's uh, the Goodwill. Yeah. I've seen some people using projectors there, and it seems to look pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I had a band on, this is maybe three or four years ago, but they had built this, like, from scratch, this computer that um, was connected to all the instruments. And depending on which instrument they hit, like, it hit the bass drum, and it would trigger, like, some stock video. Oh, that's awesome. And there'd be like these crazy effects happening, like depending on how they, how hard they played and how loud they played and everything. Right. And like so, and that thing worked. They played, they tried that at the Park Theater. It was I saw a video of it. It was really cool. Oh yeah. So I mean, I think I think there definitely is possibility to do stuff like that, right? The right. creative video stuff. But yeah, it's just I guess finding the right, the yeah, right spot for that'd it. That'd be right? cool. Yeah. Man. I wish you saw that. Yeah, I should. I'll send you a. I'll find a clip of it and send yeah, it to you. It was really awesome. cool. Yeah, I got to play yeah. around with the thing and I was oh, yeah? hitting the drums and like there was, they had these skulls that were nodding along with the drum beat. Okay. Which is very cool. That's cool. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that that what you were describing kind of reminds me of. I know it's different, but the, the fact that you're using video clips and then it's kind of like a projection on the while the show's happening. Right. Stuff, right. So yeah. Yeah. But as far as recording and stuff, how much do you have recorded that's out now? Uh. We have the floppy disk, right? <laughs> I have a demo, okay. which has uh, some instrumentals and some other st and uh, some songs that are on the This Is The Secret album. Okay. And then uh, I got a song, Gypsy Blood, that I don't play anymore, and I don't uh, put it on anything else. Okay. I got a... Uh, then I have this This Is The Secret album, which I released at the end of August. Okay. Uh, so it's fairly recent at this point still? Yeah. yeah. And uh, I just released a demo of a song. It's kind of like a... What is it? Like a dark wave screamo song. Okay. I called it Prom Queen. It's pretty good. More poppy yeah. than uh, my other stuff, but it's okay. still pretty good. It's funny to hear it described as dark wave screamo, but more poppy. Right? <laughs> so, yeah, it's, yeah. It's kind of a cool uh, ju juxtaposition there, yeah. 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 So, uh, did you, um, like when you were younger and so before you started doing this, did you go to a lot of local shows? Like, were there bands that you Actually, no. I no? Was, it was very secluded. Okay. I okay. Was, uh, I didn't know anything about live music. I didn't even know I could just go out somewhere and play. So, uh, that was interesting. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. Has has the um, kind of the music community been welcoming to what you're doing? They have, just as an outsider, like yeah, everyone's yeah. pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. I try to uh, I try to make friends, but like I said, introverts, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's hard to uh, you know. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, are you are you working on any? Uh, okay, well, here's a question because I mean a lot of the time when I'm talking to bands and they've uh, like bands playing traditional instruments, right? When they've recorded something and it's a few months back. I often am curious about whether that material kind of seems stale because they're working on new stuff and they're still sort of playing the stuff off the album. Like, does that is is that a factor for you at all? No, you, actually, this stuff is not stale to me because it's uh, I don't know, it's all pretty much, all pretty much like 
current of what I'm doing. It's okay. the, the CD is like a compilation of like what I've been doing for the past couple of years. Okay. Okay. So, if anything, the demo I just released would be more of a yeah. And when I, well, since I do the songs on my phone, I can constantly just go back. Right. And just uh, they always sound the way I want them to. Okay. You know? Do you keep them all? Like, do you have them all saved on the phone at all times? Yep. So you can. Okay. Yeah. How how often do you tweak them, or is it just sort of once uh, it's done, when they're done? when they're done, I don't touch okay. them anymore. Okay. Yeah. As far as um, you know, programming them for a set, is that determined ahead of time, or do you sort of select them as you go along? Oh, uh, it depends. Okay. Depends how I'm feeling. Okay. Yeah. Is there sort of a? I mean, okay. In terms of the actual the actual album, there is the track listing. Is the programming? Uh, is that done in a specific way? I mean, are you hoping to get some kind uh, of overall feel? Or actually, the only the reason why the songs are laid out this way is because they're all kind of like objectives and uh, okay. commands and stuff. Okay. And uh, the way I had them laid out the first time, it didn't uh, sound very nice. In, know, in what way? Like it just didn't flow? You know, or? You know I want you, blood on the floor, <laughs> psycho, in bed, you know? Right, the actual song titles. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. song titles. They yeah. just don't, uh, yeah. But it's kind of like fast so fast, slow, fast, slow. Okay. You know, or a couple fast ones, or heavy. But yeah, no, they're kind of just, they're not, no real, uh, no real structure to why they're on the CD okay. that way. But you, you, you have the ability to just sort of throw, throw a completely different song in there live if you want to? Like oh, it's yeah. not Okay. Yeah. What are, what are you writing about? What am I writing yeah. about? Huh. In terms of the actual content of the songs, right? Well, because it sounds abrasive, and because it's you know it's noisy, and uh, and it, a lot of it, from what I've heard, sounds relatively aggressive. Like, yeah, I'm just wondering if that kind of matches what is actually going into the. Well, it's funny because you can look at it from a couple different perspectives. You know, it's kind of like the psychology of music, right? Okay. Because like people write lyrics, and it's like, are they writing the song about themselves? Are they writing it, you know? For someone else to listen to, sure. like, oh, I can relate to that. Or is it a character that they're portraying and stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. So yeah. it's kind of like it's kind of a secret, man. Sure, no, that's that's fine. It's, kind it's, of a it's, it's a good answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you? Uh, I mean, I guess once you've released it too, it's open to whoever listens to it to take their own interpretation. Of exactly. It anyway, right? Yeah. So, that's yeah. what I'm hoping, right? Yeah. Because then uh, they can't judge me on. Like, <laughs> I stand for this. Sure, you sure. Know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's totally cool. It's <laughs> a secret. I mean, it's, I, I guess that's kind of a nice thing in that it is up to the person to sort of take what they, what mm-hmm. they want from it. That, that's that's part about the visuals, too, because uh, all the videos they have, you know, like I said, I use dramas and comedies and cartoons. Yeah. So uh, listening to the songs and trying to be like, oh, is this video about this song? It's like, you can't really tell. Right. Yeah. And then I guess, yeah, again, the listener or viewer can, can make that connection if exactly. they want to or, or not, right? Yeah. So, Okay. Yeah. Is there? Um, do you have any ideas towards releasing video and audio content together? Like, I am. I'm thinking about taking a DVD, making a okay. DVD okay. of this. Just of a live set, or would you actually sit there and then no, edit something I, together? And because I already have, uh, I already have videos for each one of these songs. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So just kind of compiling. Kind of sitting on it. Okay. So yeah, okay. it's a video I use when I play live. But uh, yeah, I'm thinking about putting it on a DVD. I think people would be interested in DVDs with yeah. uh, 3D glasses. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. so, is it yeah. just like a filter or something you put on it to make the 3D effect? Like, because I've I've never known how 3D glasses work. I use three. It is a, it is just a filter. Okay. But uh, I use like three different programs to like, you know, get the layers the way I want them okay. to. Okay. Okay. Yeah. How do those How do those work? Out of curiosity, like the glasses, I've never understood it. Well, it's because uh, one line. Uh, okay, so you take an image and then you make it all red. 
Okay. And then you put it to the left. Just like slightly, right? Yeah. And then the same thing with the blue, but you take it to the right. Okay. And then that creates depth in the image. And then, yeah. But since you can't really edit the depth on old videos, mm -hmm. I take other videos and layer them on top of each other oh, to okay. create okay. the depth. Cool. Yeah. Do you need some kind of special equipment to watch it, or would it work on just a regular DVD player if you had the No, glasses? they work on your... All, my videos are on, you know, social media and YouTube and stuff, so okay. you can... So you could literally put those on and watch it on YouTube, and it would... Yep. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Actually, they look really good on the phones, because they're old videos, so the smaller they are, the nicer they look. Right, because they're all pixelated and distorted yeah, and stuff. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. It's, yeah, it's definitely... Uh, I think that's unique. I haven't heard of any other local musicians doing yeah. 3D stuff. Awesome. Yeah. That's what I was hoping. That's cool, yeah. 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 Do you think... Um, do people still watch DVDs? I still do, but I mean, I still listen to, I still listen to tapes, so I don't know if I'm uh, unusual. I have or... a collection of DVDs. Yeah? Okay, okay. So. Most of them are horror movies, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, more recently, I started collecting collecting VHSs. Okay. Because lots of movies came out on VHS that didn't come out on, yeah, on yeah. DVD. Yeah, yeah. They never got so. really re released, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so. Yeah, no, I have a, definitely have a couple stacks of VHSs. When it comes to kind of selecting the, the imagery for the videos, is it almost like searching for samples on records like are you watching movies yeah. and as you watch them you oh shit I gotta I get am. this I'm listening I'm watching I'm seeing the actions that they're doing and okay. I'm like trying to like yeah. yeah does it make it hard to watch movies like I mean are you too sort well, of fixated on on finding the, the well, right no. clips <laughs> well I do it alone okay so so you're not bothering anyone else by rewinding yeah I'm not bothering yeah, anyone yeah. So my headphones are in I'm right. watching the videos just scrolling super slowly I'm like oh they moved that way yeah that's the that's the that's the clip I want. Right. That five second clip. And do you yeah. just grab that immediately or do you just kind of make a note of it and do it later? Uh, it depends. Good. Have you um, considered, I mean, I don't know if this is even a possibility, but have you considered like working with filmmakers? Because I feel like your music, uh, it's unique enough that it would probably work as background music for some kind of horror movie or something, mm -hmm. right? Like, I mean, does that cross That'd your be mind? Awesome, because you have the video elements too, you right? Know, like, I've thought about that and I see the, uh, what is it, the the film and score meetings for uh, yeah what is it what's it yeah I know what you're, I can't think of what it's called either, I, but I know what you're talking about yeah, yeah. yeah. Winnipeg Film Group yes there you yeah, go yeah. yeah and they do the 48 hour uh, video contest yeah, yeah. And I was thinking about getting into that but I'm just really busy yeah you know fair enough yeah because yeah, yeah. I mean you already have the video stuff yeah exactly it's already going yeah yeah, yeah. That's, yeah I wonder how it would uh, be cool to score a video though yeah yeah, yeah. or score a movie yeah yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, just, uh, you have the horror aesthetic anyway. Mm -hmm. Like, just sort of with the sound and the way things are packaged and stuff, it seems like it would be a good fit. Right? Mm -hmm. you know, find some find some weird local filmmaker doing some kind of, like, really out there horror movie. And, yeah. yeah, I think that'd be awesome. So if anyone's listening. Yeah, right? Please, <laughs> yeah. please. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
I guess like you know, once you have uh, now that you have this stuff out, you may be thinking of doing a DVD. You're still working on new, on new music. Where are you hoping to take this as far as uh, shows? I mean, are you content to just keep playing sort of shows here and there in Winnipeg? Do you have any desire to take this outside of the city? Well, for now, I don't know. There's, uh, it's, it's hard to say because it's like, do you want to tour a bunch of local bars and right. then no one shows up and then you're out of money? Right. Or do you want to play the local bars in the city and if no one shows up, <laughs> you're, you I have can drop go home. Yeah, yeah, I can just yeah, go yeah. home, right? Yeah. 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 Which I'm, I'm content with. Right. Yeah. Right. But uh, I think I'd want to to like break out west okay and okay. see because you know they have talent buyers and stuff yeah yeah maybe they'd be interested yeah i'm like trying to uh send my music out to other record labels but it's like do you even want to do that anymore because if you already don't have a following they don't really want you no they want someone with like six billion uh facebook followers and shit right exactly. so yeah yeah, yeah. i'm following dine alone records yeah from toronto yeah i know that label yeah, yeah. <sighs> actually really just like like 90% of the bands that they post. You dislike 90% of the bands? I dislike it. Are there a couple that you, there must be some of you like, right? To well, uh, what they have, they have Lux on Fire and Jimmy Eat World on right, right now. Right, yeah, okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, those are older bands I already liked, right? Right. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I almost wonder, like, you know, when, obviously the touring thing, like you said, it makes more sense to play a show to nobody <laughs> when you can go home yeah, afterwards, right? right? Yeah. But, like, is there, because of the, uh, what you're doing almost seems more like a, it could be considered, like, an art project. Or a performance art sort of yeah, thing with the video art. elements, right? So yeah. I wonder if there's opportunity to sort of travel with it in that sense. Like if there's, I don't know what's out there, but as so, far as so what my idea, my idea is is to I do I did this thing in September. It's a 3D art exhibit. Okay. So I took the whole room of uh, the gallery room in a fourth bar. Okay. I turned it into a giant 3D. I saw room. some videos of that. Yeah, it looked yeah. it looked really cool. Yeah. Yeah, a giant 3D room. Some I. Uh, documented it really well so I'm thinking if I can take that and try to give it to and try to send it to other like art galleries mm -hmm. maybe they'd be interested in like having me there yeah, and yeah while I'm there I could play shows in the city sure yeah yeah right? you could have the, that happening during the day and the show's night or something mm -hmm. right yeah yeah and right. then I could sleep in the art gallery yeah <laughs> <Right. laughs> be part of the show yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, did you get a different reaction to that project than maybe you would have from just playing a regular set like was there kind of more of an art crowd going to that versus the music crowd it's hard to say it's hard to say the people that come to the uh, graffiti gallery shows they like they come <sighs> well they know to expect something different there right they know that it's gonna yeah be, they know yeah. what's going on right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. They were impressed, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> this is what you want, so. right? Yeah yeah. 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 Well, no. The reason I ask a lot of the stuff about the art kind of element is like I was in a band a decade ago, maybe more, and for some reason, like we got a lot of gallery shows. We had a lot of like visual elements. We had like some uh, liquid projection stuff and like people oh, in nice. robot costumes and everything. And 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 for whatever reason, like it caught on with people wanted us to play these weird art shows versus like just the punk shows okay. even though we were more sort of a noise punk band okay. but so there's definitely I think a crowd of people who maybe aren't necessarily open to heavier more aggressive music but they're open to the kind of like the, the avant-garde part of it mm -hmm. so you might have you I mean that might be your audience I don't know but yeah I'm hoping so yeah <laughs> I don't know yeah I don't know either <laughs> yeah I don't know I don't yeah, know. yeah just it, uh, I don't know it's hard to know the kind of people you want to draw yeah you want to draw in? well what's the I mean when you're making it aside from yourself who are you making it for like what's what kind of person are you hoping that will get into what you do like is there a kind of a, a ideal listener in your mm. mind when you make it or is it just sort of you're making it for yourself and mostly someone who's curious I would okay. suppose okay. yeah 
just like open to something experimental. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. I mean, I think that Winnipeg at least has a history of being welcoming to kind of weirder stuff. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of bands mm -hmm. that have come through well, over the years. That the city's very cultural and artsy. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe I mean, it may work better here than it, than it, I mean the whole touring thing. This might be the place to do it <laughs> versus going somewhere else. Or where, Quebec. Or, or Quebec. Yeah, or they have Quebec. a lot of a lot of yeah unusual stuff going on there they too. Do. Yeah, they yeah. Do. I think it'd be interesting to go there. Have you um, kept track at all of like sort of who's listening to your stuff online? In terms of, I don't know, demographics or location or anything like that? Well, you know, I, no, it's hard to keep track of that. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess it depends where you have it up and what stats they give you yeah, and stuff. Yeah, like right? I have yeah. a SoundCloud, but I don't want to pay for SoundCloud Pro. Yeah, I don't think anyone does. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you know, YouTube doesn't, kind of gives you demographics, but not really. Not a lot, yeah. I'm, I don't know. It's like... It's almost easier to post a video on Facebook and like get people to watch it there yeah. than trying to get them to go somewhere else because the video plays right on. Yeah, you have to go platform. click and it opens a new thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. 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 No, that's, 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 I mean, I guess you'll probably find out who your demographic is anyway just from playing shows and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Rather than trying to sort of do the, the marketing thing mm -hmm. <laughs> and target it, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, do you feel like there's, um, because of the, the way music is now where everyone has to kind of be not only an artist but you have to be a promoter and you have to be your own PR person and all of that stuff how do you feel about that side of things like do you feel like you are able to sort of promote yourself or is it an awkward thing that makes well, it well it's the it's actually I would find it it's really the hardest part to promote myself because I'm not the kind of person to go like hey look at me I'm super awesome come yeah at, come check out my music and come yeah. come to my show right and that's like now unfortunately is like is it's a big part of it right yeah people who even if their band sucks the people who are just out there like hustling and, and then harassing people to listen to them right? like yeah. they get the yeah it's the weird backwards thing that's kind of mm -hmm. happening yeah yeah I, I don't know don't want to force myself on other people yeah so. yeah sure sure so if people are hearing about you for the first time, and I imagine there probably will be quite a few people, you know, who maybe don't know who you are yet, um, what's the best thing for them to do to hear more? Like, what would you suggest they, they find your music? What's the best? I would spot? just go to my Facebook page. Okay. Yeah, Death of Mind Music. You know, Facebook. Okay. Yeah. And then you have SoundCloud, Bandcamp. I have a SoundCloud. I uh, upload. <laughs> I test tracks on SoundCloud. So okay. if you follow me on SoundCloud, you might get a test track, and then I'll delete it. <laughs> yeah. So if someone really likes it, they go back a week later, it might be gone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mostly release all my all my like stuff that I want people to hear on my Facebook page. Okay, okay, so, so that's the that's the main spot. Yeah. And then as far as actually getting physical albums, I mean, if someone wants to get, if someone has a floppy drive and they want to get the, the disc, what do they do? Just well, uh, I know there's two, there's two at Into the Music okay. in uh, on McDermott. Yeah. And then there's one at Planet of Sound down the street here on Henderson Highway. And I got a couple other discs hanging out at Planet of Sound. Oh, okay. and I didn't send these. Yep. So, uh, or you can just ask me, or you can just come to my show and maybe I'll have some. Yeah, well, I mean, a show, I guess, is probably the best place to do it, right? Mm -hmm. Because you, they can see you live and then just go up to you afterwards and, and introduce themselves or whatever, yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool, okay. Unless they're as awkward as I am, then they don't want to talk to me. And maybe if they like your music, they might be. Right, <laughs> I yeah, mean, you maybe. Might be, you, that might be your audience. It might be introverts, right? Oh, maybe. Yeah, you were yeah. just singing at home, like, really loving it and oh. then not ever saying anything, right? I don't know. Actually, I had this one guy. Was, uh, I, did a I did the 3D show at Space Docs. Uh, yeah. His name is uh, Colton, and he has a radio show on CKUW. Okay. And he heard of me. And they, because they've been playing my CD there for since August. Yeah. Still on the charts. Yeah, that's cool. So yeah. that's surprising. Yeah. Um, he came. He didn't know what he was expecting, and then like he seemed pretty blown away at the end. So 
and he seemed like a pretty reserved guy. Yeah. Yeah. That might be the audience. I don't know. <laughs> and not goth at all. Yeah. 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 Is, that, is that what people have the impression? That it's going to be a goth thing? or? Yeah. 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 Based on what? Just the, the imagery and the, the, sort of the way tone? I look. Yeah. 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 And okay. the way I present it, I guess. Right. Yeah. And is that, are you cool with that? Or is that I'm cool with yeah, that. You don't? Yeah. I'm cool with that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So goth, electronic. Screamo. Yeah. Cyber goth. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Cool. I like that. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. Awesome. So yeah, people should check out the Facebook and uh, get all the links to everything there or go to one of your shows and then buy the uh, buy the real stuff, the yep. physical stuff. Do you have any shows coming up in the near future? I don't. Okay. But if, for, if you have them, now. they'll be posted on your Facebook? They will be. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. If people want to hear more episodes of this show, you can go to witchpolice.com. All 360 whatever episodes are there for free download and streaming. You can also tune in on Monday nights, so, sorry, Sunday nights at midnight on UMFM. And those are sort of older episodes that get replayed. Oh, so nice. it's, you know, it's March now. It might not air till August or something. But uh, the cool thing about that is, you know, uh, by then you end up something new out, right? That's or you, true. you might have a DVD out, you might have a oh, new album. True. So people can sort of, you know, you drive in your car at midnight on a Sunday, you right. can go home, you can just look it up and, hey, maybe there's something new to check out right now. So it's kind of a cool little bonus. That um, is cool. Yeah. So, nice. yeah. Anyway, uh, that, that's, that's the podcast. So thanks for, awesome. thanks thanks for talking sir. to me. Thanks for right having on. me, man. Awesome.